I mean, I kind of love it. I keep saying in my head, like, the emo resurgence is, like, happening again. Like, emo is coming back. All those artists that are super they were super big like in the early to mid 2000s are coming back and releasing songs with new artists like myself um and so it i feel like wicked lucky to be a part of that like uh i don't know that that just like the genre coming back Welcome back to another one of our convos. Today joining us today is Leah, uh, rising artist. Got a new EP on the way coming here in a couple of weeks and um, getting a chance to talk to her. Going to talk to her about her background, her music, obviously her new EP and uh, a couple other things. But first of all, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. So I'd like to just start from the very beginning kind of and uh, can you give us a little background uh, for like our listeners and viewers of how you first kind of got your start in music? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a little cliche, but I, I started ever since I was little, kind of just was in choir in schools and stuff. And music was something that has always been a huge part of my life. Um, and I started taking it more seriously when I was in high school and I was looking to go to college for music. And I started releasing music in college, Um, you know, was a part of a few projects then. And I decided, you know, just to go under my name because I had the most flexibility and freedom when it came to the style of music that I wanted to create. So I wanted to bring people onto my projects as Leah. And yeah, it's turned into what it is today, which is crazy because I feel like it's been on a wild journey since like pre-college and now i'm 27 years old living in what we call a real world so it's it's been a lot but i'm excited because i feel like it's finally popping off <laughs> okay i mean I've definitely been following and you know things are definitely seem to have been going pretty well for you lately um i guess so you are from new jersey originally yes i am from new jersey i'm currently in los angeles right now yeah okay and um so I was like to ask, like growing up and where you grew up, kind of how has that like influenced you musically and, you know, just in other ways? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think my hometown has played a huge role on my music growing up. I live I'm from Point Pleasant and near that it's a little beach town uh, on the East Coast. And near that is Asbury okay. Park. And Asbury has always been known for like the punk and the rock scene and when i was growing up in like high school yeah, so we also have um what is it see here now festival i think yeah yeah they have that too yeah so it's it's still really really relevant for the type of music that i'm making but it was really big on the pop punk scene and 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 rock music growing up so i think that that automatically has influenced me um along with my friends in high school and just like the high school band and we would all just jam out together and my friends that I went to school with uh, growing up kind of gave me a lot of really awesome listening. And um, I got introduced to some of my favorite bands through friends and discovered some of my favorite bands through like, you know, warp tour and stuff like that, that I attend. And yeah, just the whole Jersey music scene has really, really influenced me and impacted me growing up. I feel like it's, it's always going to relate back to that no matter what I do in life. Okay, so 
And also, like, who are some of those, like, biggest um, kind of influences on you, like, band-wise, artist-wise? Who, who would you say, like, were the ones that inspired you most to kind of do what you're doing? Yeah, definitely Mayday Parade, Secondhand Serenade, Go Radio, Select Start, um, kind of just all the stuff that I used to listen to growing up uh, that I, like, discovered myself. I was really big on the emo ballad era when I was mm. in high school because I you know I had it was just me and my piano and I'd write all my songs on that and so even that era like Chase Coy who is my producer now which is like a crazy full circle thing for me um has been a big influence on my songwriting growing up. Okay. And um you said you went to college for music? Yes. And how would you say like going to college for music? Because you know there's always like different routes that people take. Some people just go right into it and try to see if they can do it themselves and some little college. How'd you say like the college experience like helped you and you, like your career and music wise? Um, honestly, I mean, in, in there's like two ways I can go about it. I want to preface with like, I'm super grateful that I had the opportunity to go to college mm-hmm. and I don't regret any minute of it. I think for what I do, I didn't, I don't have to, I didn't have to attend school, but I don't think I was ready right out of high school to jump into the music industry and i think college kind of put me slowly into that process um so i got more experience with that even just like my my last two years of college getting to come out to la for a couple months at a time and do internships and recording studios and go to concerts like that probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't, you know, attend college. So I think all the people I've met along the way and all the little like guidance I've had just in those five years of schooling that I did really helped me get where I am am today for sure. Yeah, definitely. um, Like kind of college, I always say is also big for networking and kind of like learning people in the industry and stuff like that. So absolutely. So you went from New Jersey to college and then you ended up in L.A. So how long have you been in L.A.? Well, I say I've been in L.A. for six years, but it's technically been four. Uh, the, The first six months of my time here, I was going back and forth between school in North Carolina. And so I did get a chance to be out here for a while, but I moved here in 2018. Um, and yeah, now I've been going back and forth from LA to Nashville quite a lot. So mm. it's been a journey. <laughs> and how, um, like, you know, I, I like it be kind of daunting, like for people's like kind of first time, what, how was your experience? Like when you first kind of moved out there and got involved in kind of the scene out there? I mean, I, I'm like pretty optimistic and I'm just like, I'm here for a good time. I don't take a life too seriously. So I feel like coming out here, I was now, I don't want to say like rose colored lenses on L.A., but I did just view it from like this beautiful, like positive. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. <laughs> like It was like a dream that I was finally stepping into. So I never had, you know, a scary negative experience with L.A. I think I've seen what it what like this city can do to some people. But I try my best to avoid those things. And I feel like I've after all these years finally got my group and have you know put my i don't know i've just it's it's been a lot better since i i started really doing music full time um but yeah i just surround myself with good people and it makes it a really enjoyable time and yeah i only started getting into the community out here 
a couple of years ago. Um, cause when I moved out here, I thought I wanted to work in the music industry. Um, mm. but then I was just like the pandemic happened and I was like, this is just not, I can't see myself, you know, sitting in an office, even if it is you know, music related, it's, I want to be the forefront of my project. And I take that, you know, I work on that more than I think anything else. I'm very passionate about that. So that's kind of where I'm going now. Okay. And I mean, LA obviously is like kind of the music capital of the world. So it's, you know, it's, everything's kind of laid out for you there. Um, how would you kind of describe your sound? I would describe it now currently as I, I want to say like alternative pop. Um, I love saying pop punk. It's, I feel like everybody kind of, put places me in the pop punk genre now mm. with what I've been releasing. And that's like awesome because I obviously like grew up listening to pop punk, but it's changed so much. So I don't know, like new, uh, new rock and new punk is also some genres I feel very close with. And it's just kind of mixing modern elements of music and pop and mixing them with like rock, rock and roll and punk. Yeah but it's super modern. So, you know, people that would listen back, listen to like pop punk back then or punk or rock probably if they have an open mind would be interested in listening to what I put out because those are the stuff I was influenced on. I'm just trying to modernize it and kind of mesh it. It's nothing new, but it's fun. I feel like it fits for me. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you said like what you would say now, because I did go back and kind of like listen to some like your older stuff. There's definitely been like an evolution over, I think your years with your sound and direction, like kind of, can you kind of speak to that? Like how you feel like you kind of evolved over the years, like your sound and everything. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it has definitely been an evolution. That's for sure. I started with like surf rock and I, I've always been like a big hippie at heart. So I feel like, you know, the classic rock, surf rock type of vibes are something I, I love and I always love listening to it. But that's kind of what I started with and then moved to L.A. and did like a complete turn and started making pop. Um, and I think it's funny because like everyone always says the emo was a phase, but I or like well, was not a phase. But the pop for me was definitely a phase um, and it's still incorporated to my sound now. But at the time I was inspired by like California palm trees and like California pop is what I call, call it. Um, I was really, I I curated a playlist called California beach pop and it has a lot of followers. And I'm like, I knew I, this was like my genre for a minute. I loved listening to it. I I love that sound, but I think going back to like some of the stuff that I've sang in college and in high school and you know, the, the music that I grew up listening to myself, this genre that I've like finally evolved into feels the most authentic to me and i think everyone that i is in my life recognizes that and that's validating too because i've been told when i made pop music like "Mm, it's it's good but i don't think it really fits you like your voice is so different like you don't have a pop voice and it's like Uh. it it was real though like i i look back and i think back on like the people that have told me that and i'm like you were right (laughs) i totally (laughs) agree like i had fun making it but it just like it just didn't fit. I don't think it fit my voice, my, my personality, my style as much as what I'm doing now does. Yeah. And like you said, you know, your sound of music, is, people could put it in all types of categories, goth, emo, punk, pop, whatever they want to like right. put it as kind of like, it's such like a, a wide spanning kind of category nowadays. And like, what do you kind of think of the current state of like 
alternative pop and like goth emo all all pop is uh going on right now i mean i kind of love it i keep saying in my head like the emo resurgence is like happening again like emo is coming back all those artists that are super they were super big like in the early to mid 2000s are coming back and releasing songs with new artists like myself um and so it i feel like wicked lucky to be a part of that like uh i don't know that that just like the genre coming back i think it's like it's 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 in full swing right now and i think it's awesome and then there's these little genres like you said like goth like gothic dark pop like there's stuff around it that are are like popping out that you wouldn't really hear based on the technology that was around 20 years ago. Like it's happening now. So I love it. I'm all for it. I always think, I I think there's always room for experimentation and like a ton of different genres. And I'm a big fan of like most genres anyway. So I I think it's awesome that all these things are coming from it right now. Yeah. It certainly kind of has a big resurgence, as you said, like it's, it's, but it's also kind of spreading out and creeping into different areas. Like you can see it in hip hop, you can hit it in like uh, electronic music, you can see it in pop, like like with, with dark pop, like like you said, it's something you probably wouldn't have seen before, but now it's kind of like really kind of spreading out into like all these different things. And then it's coming back as like something new and different than from even before. So exactly. my question is kind of like, how would you see yourself kind of like adding something new to, to this new sound, to the sound that's like kind of coming back? I mean, I don't know if it's really if my goal is to really add something new to it. I think mm-hmm. I just want I want to be a part of like this little pocket of sound that because I can name like five artists that I'm really inspired by that I would literally I would love to see like myself on their Spotify page as fans also like and, vi- and vice versa. And so I don't think I'm bringing anything new to the table or necessarily want to. I think just, you know, for, for the sake of answering the question, I feel like my style and my personality and then coming along with the things that I'm making will come together and be something that someone might consider unique. Like the sound's mm. not new, the sound's not unique, but to make it, I don't know, it, it's really just like putting the whole blue and green and the branding and the, I don't know, like the some of the edgy aesthetics, but the really positive you know, vibe. I don't know. A lot of my music's kind of positive and like punchy. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of emo music is sad and screaming and heartbreak. And it's like, no, I'm going to put that, like, I feel that, but it's going to, I'm going to put it into a positive song. I don't know. Maybe that's what's unique about what I'm trying to do. I mean, it, there's room for everything, uh, especially like, even like in clubs, I've seen clubs having like gothic, goth nights now, you know? So like, People are literally dancing and having nights out to like this this music before you would consider dark, but then it's like almost in like an EDM setting. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been making music for a while, and like you said, you kind of evolved over over the years. Kind of like what are some of been like your biggest lessons learned in terms of like creating music, putting out music, and just the industry in general? Ooh, I think. I, I don't know if it's a lesson learned or if it's just like how I've grown as like an individual person and like getting older. But I think I was always so afraid to do new things and to try things and to put myself out there and have conversations. But like internally, I always knew who I was, but I think it was just like externally showing that to the world. And I don't know what it was, but there's like this bear. I, th- I think it's just growing up and maturing. Um, But there was this like barrier that was just taken down and you know, I, 
I don't know. I don't really have anything to hide. I just yeah. like to put myself out there. I feel more confident and comfortable. And like I said, I'm not really sure what did that other than maturing, but yeah, it's, it, I think that has been a huge improvement on my existence in general. And um, yeah, I don't know. Lessons learned. I mean, don't talk to shady people that promise you <laughs> things and they can't, I don't know. And then they, they ghost you and treat you unfair. Like there's a lot of that in the music industry. There's a lot of gatekeeping. Yeah. Um, I really do try my best to avoid it, but unfortunately I'm, I say yes to everything and I like to try new things. And if something sticks, then like I'd made the right decision, but that could also lead to making bad decisions and learning your lessons. So those are, those are a lot of lessons learned. Thankfully, not as many as you might think, but it happens. Yeah, I mean, that's a tried true story. There's always been shady characters uh, all throughout music's history, you know, along everybody's pretty much journey. It's almost impossible to avoid. Yeah, it's um, just how you handle it. Yeah, for sure. A thousand percent. So how would you say, like, is your creative process when it comes to actually, like, creating a song, songwriting and, and production and everything? Um, Honestly, a lot of times it's just me sitting down, like, whether it's in my bed or, like, in my car and on my phone like um audio recording and just like humming an idea or singing an idea or I'll have like a a line with a melody in my head and I'll write that down and then I'll track the the melody like on my phone real quick just to make sure I don't forget it that's how most of my stuff recently has been created which is kind of odd because I used to write a lot to the piano and I used to write a lot to the guitar but I find myself now you know, thinking of, oh, how would this song sound as a pop punk song? Let me write it like that off the bat. But there have been some songs where I've written on the piano and I've turned it into a pop punk song, which, you know, it's always possible. You can make a genre, a song, any genre, you know, from the recordings. But yeah, it's really just been like me messing around and on my phone and just being like, this sounds cool. Let me see what I can make of it. And then, you know, I, I guess I like you anyway was formed or whatever, all those songs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have done a couple co-writes recently. I mainly write all my music myself, but I am really trying to get into writing with other people because like only good things come from that. I, I'm convinced. So yeah, that's kind of been my process. <laughs> okay. And how do you find uh, writing with other people versus writing writing solely? Like, what do you feel like the differences are? And is it as comfortable or is it easy for you? I feel it depends on the person because... Hmm nothing against anyone I've ever written with, but I feel like some people it's just like it, I, it write, writes itself. The song writes itself. It's like we're two of us are sitting on a zoom or in a room and like, it just comes out. It's so flawless and easy. And, and that makes me be like, why can't I do this more? Like I got to get into sessions. But yeah. like, on the other hand, I've sat in a room with other people and I sat there. My brain was foggy. Could be my fault, honestly. And nothing really came from it. There wasn't anything to start from. And I think my anxiety with going into a room and writing with somebody is having not having something to start and bring to the table right off the bat. Whenever yeah. I've had something I've already kind of written out or had a little idea from and I brought that in, it worked out better. But I also have gone to sessions where I had nothing and no they didn't ask for anything. It was just like, let's see what we can make. And nothing yeah. came out of it. So <laughs> that gives me nervous. But, you know, <laughs> I think it's all just like me having to practice and, and getting in the rooms with more people just to like get used to that feeling and not be so uncomfortable. 
Yeah, it's definitely all part of the process. So you have a new EP coming out called Happy Never Ending. Um, February 24th, I believe is is the date. Yep. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, how, first of all, how's the response been to the singles that you've put out to the public so far? It's been pretty good. Um, I've gotten to sing a couple of them at some emo nights around the country. And, you know, I, I think in the moment you get some people like really bopping their heads and like really enjoying it. And the best part is like afterwards when they come up to you and you're like, that's so catchy. Like we got to work on something together or like, I want to send you my ideas. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, just stuff like that. Like makes me so happy. And I feel like is totally worth literally everything I've ever done in my life. Just to like get to talk face to face to somebody else, like who, who enjoyed what they heard. Um, So that's been a great response Uh, on social media. It's been awesome. A lot of really just like random, but you know, playlist curators kind of putting it on their, on their playlist. And then, yeah, the, the Spotify, at least from, you know, looking at all the analytics, mainly focusing on Spotify, the Spotify algorithmic playlist really like, a couple of my songs that I've that are on the EP that are were released as singles. So I'm excited to see what when the whole thing comes out, if that momentum keeps up. And speaking of the release, do you have like any specific release plans for it uh, for the week of like doing anything special for it? Not in not yet, but I probably will come up with something before it happens. Um, I've been editing, honestly, right before this, I was editing a, a post, like a TikTok of, of one of the songs, and I'm going to probably throw that up after. But yeah, really just uh, getting, I have a couple shows coming up, like getting the word out uh, in person. Um, you know, social media is always fun to try and push and promote, but sometimes it takes a lot to create stuff. So that's always like, I got to get better at that. It's like, I'm good at it, but I don't do it enough. And so I need to think about that. Just like those type of promotions. I mean, Kellen has Kellen Quinn being on the the title track has been promoting it as well. And that's been really awesome. So that's been a, a great um, addition to the marketing and promotional plans. And he's just been sharing it and I've been interacting with some of his fans. So that's been really cool. And I feel very grateful for that. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, obviously speaking about TikTok and social media, it's always that's such a big, important aspect of, you know, the music industry today is and being an artist. Like, how have you found uh, kind of navigating that for yourself? How's that been going? I mean, I'm my social media habits are probably like extremely unhealthy for like the average person. But I, I, <laughs> I love being on it. I don't. It never bothers me. There's so many people that I'm talking to that I might be collaborating with that. Um, I can send my music that are interacting with me and my music and interacting with my posts and my TikToks and my reels and whatnot. And I just love being a part of that. And I love being able to just be myself and communicate with those people. So honestly, I'm super immersed in it. I love it. Um, I love creating like the graphics that go on my page. I love, you know, editing the TikToks together when I do have the content. I think the biggest challenge for me is like, I don't... I, I don't want to waste my time coming up with inauthentic content that other people are doing that don't doesn't feel right to me. And I think by yeah. not doing that and by missing out on that, I might be missing out on an opportunity to go viral. Um, but, you know, with like the plan of life and reality and fate and whatnot, I hopefully when I decide to put something together that I feel comfortable and cool with, that feels like my brand and my personality, like that'll do it's job. I mean, nowadays, yeah, it's, there's no point in faking 
I don't know. The song of the summer, people are mocking it now on on TikTok. Like <laughs> they're mocking artists saying, I released the song of the summer and this is it. it like you just it's changing. We're watching the the creative process and how artists should be making content. We're watching that change like right before our eyes right now. So I'm keeping my eyes close on that and being careful with what I'm releasing, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very fine line between when something's like trendy and viral till something's literally just being ruthlessly mocked and ridiculed by, you know, by the mass public. It's a very fine line, you know? Exactly. So speaking about the EP, I know it's only like, I think five or six songs in total, but um, how's, how's like the overall, is it like an overall messaging or theme to this, or do you just kind of want to put out like feelers for, for a little bit of this and a little bit of that? Um, I think a little bit of both of those things. Uh, whenever I, decide to bundle a project together it has to have like a message and tell a story this might change in the future depending on like you know my team and what people think and the advice i get but yeah i even though the past this is my second ep and the same thing goes with my last ep it's like i wrote x amount of songs they felt perfectly bundled into this project and now they're coming together and i'm releasing in this as is i've been told like add a couple other songs to your last ep jersey boy and i'm like why would i add a pop song on an alternative pop record like it doesn't make sense and so i think yeah they are little stories in little you know clumps that i'm releasing to the world and hopefully after this i think my sound has really secured itself and you know the next things that i'll be releasing it, it just depends it depends on if the the songs tell a story you know i guess they don't have to yeah. but i i feel like this ep took me like a year and a half to write and i like you know it's like a chapter of a book you know you close that chapter you put it together you send it off you start the new one so yeah i i don't know i think it does tell a story and then happy never ending really sums it up well i think my producer chase came up with that um but we were just trying to say like happy ever after happy happy what is it happy ever after it's never ending like kind of putting those yeah. two together and just it being like a continuation of all the same feelings and emotions and things that are going on in your life but you have like this positive outlook on it that it's like well it happens i'll just be happy about it whatever you can't change that yeah and um are you planning on like maybe next steps being a full lp I would I would love that. Um, it just depends on honestly depends on time and funding. If all goes well with this, hopefully a lot of those factors won't be into play as much. Um, you know, you never know what could happen in the in the future for sure. But that's the goal. I have like literally, of course, not not showing it, but I have like all my next songs on this board right here. And I'm like, okay, we're like kind of getting into an album right now. So it just okay. depends on how how fast it takes us to to kind of put that together. But I'm trying. I'm trying to write as much as I could. I'm trying to, I think one of like the best advice, I keep saying it in my head, is Mark from 408. We were on a phone call. And I don't think he knows how this stuck in my head so much. But he was like, just keep writing songs, like backlog them. It might not be easy, but just like have x amount of songs in like the vault because if something happens you blow up you get signed like you people want to know that you're still creating and that you have other things to work on and that scared yeah. the crap out of me and since then i don't think i've stopped writing so thank you mark 
<laughs> um, very good advice. And so hopefully an album comes out of that. Okay. And uh, do you have any like favorite tracks off of uh, this upcoming EP in particular? Uh, I honestly like I know. I, well, I'm uh, my Leo energy comes out when I talk about my own work. Like I really love this EP. Love I like love it so much. I got like tattooed on my hand. Like okay. I don't think I, <laughs> I felt that way about any of my other songs that I've ever released. I mean, I like them, but I like I don't know. I kind of I, I think about they don't they don't resonate with me as much as this project does, and I really hope I feel the same way once it's out. Um, but I don't know. I mean. I guess I like you anyway is one of my favorites because I just think it's so dang catchy. Um, and yeah, then that's a good one. thank you. Yeah. Chase wrote that hook actually. So I can't even taste, take credit for it, but it, it was that, you know, that part always gets stuck in my head and I'm like, okay, I didn't write it. So I don't feel as like, you know, cocky, but, but um, I don't know. I mean, happy never ending is so cool. Hearing Kellen Quinn sing on one of my songs makes it sound like it's not my song, which is like really fun to, listen to i feel like i'm listening to like a sleeping with siren song or something so that's really fun um and then i like the ballad a lot i don't know i like them all i i i can't pick (laughs) (laughs) well you know well i guess we'll find out where everybody else you know what's their favorite song yeah i'm excited to see to see how the reactions are for sure so how was it working with um you worked with uh kellen quinn like said in uh bmo roche yeah yeah how was how that experience it was good with Bimo. Um, honestly, I was just looking for a feature on that track and, oh, this is something fun to share. So it, we actually met, uh, through another friend, but Bimo sent me this DM today because we were talking about the Kellen features because him and then our friend Katie Badlung also did a, um, feature with Kellen. And Bimo was like, you know, it's crazy. Kellen actually brought us all together. And I'm like, that's nuts. Like, that's kind of cute. I love that. I love that <laughs> we're meeting all these awesome artists and like they're coming together just because of this, this one iconic artist who's giving these smaller artists a chance to work on their stuff. And so that's kind of how Bimo got on one of my tracks, I guess, like because of Kellen Gwynn. But um, that was cool because he added so much life to that song. And I think he made it even cooler. And that is great. And then, you know, like I said, Kellen Quinn is super great guy, really nice, really awesome professional and has been really great promoting and supporting indie artists and smaller artists. Cool. So like I said, do you have a new EP coming on the way? Um, you know, you got, you got some buzz going right now. People are definitely starting to take notice. Uh, like what's your, what's your future goals? What's your plans on kind of like capitalizing on, on some of this attention? Honestly, just getting into more meetings, taking conversations. Those have been fun with just music industry professionals. Um, you know, getting to play more shows, maybe open, um, on a tour in the next like upcoming months, maybe being, getting on festivals. Like those are all things Mm, that I'm like waiting on and seeing if they come to fruition, but either way though, they will still be goals. I kind of made myself a goal list last year of things I wanted to do before 2022 ends. And to my surprise, I guess writing it down kind of manifested those things to happen because I think I almost checked off everything except one. And then I kind of shifted the one to 2023, but 
yeah, getting to just just seeing okay. where it takes me and manifesting those future goals that like I had mentioned, features, more features. Um, these are all things that are like in the works and being talked about, yeah. but it's being set in stone yet. So I'm really hoping that they get like solidified. Well, I'm excited for um, everybody to get a chance to to hear the new EP. I think, like I said, I've heard some of your older stuff and and everything gone through your catalog. And I definitely think that this is probably some of your best work that you've put out so far. Thank you so much. That means a lot. <laughs> so is there anything that you, um you know, would want viewers or listeners to kind of kind of know? I don't know. Just have a good time and, and, and listen to my songs if you want. Like, you don't have to, but I would love it if you did. <laughs> and, you know, do it in the best settings for you. Like, it's car jams or at a party or in your headphones, however you want to listen. I just appreciate the support and I encourage, you know, others to to listen in the way they feel best and let me know if you do because I love to talk about it and meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, like I said, all the viewers, listeners, if wherever you're watching this, listen to this, wherever this goes up, definitely go check her uh, EP out. Happy never ending coming out February 24th. Um, links go follow her. We'll all be down in the descriptions of wherever this goes up. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. It's been a good time talking. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time and for having this chat. For sure. And hopefully, you know, we can do this again. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs>